Luke's first run in Beggar's Canyon. Luke Skywalker often talked about his time flying through Beggar's Canyon on Tatooine. But what exactly was Beggar's Canyon? How difficult was it to traverse? And what type of spacecraft did young Luke use in order to navigate through the high canyon walls? That's today's story. The sand and rocks of the desert looked as if they were searing under the blistering sun. Nothing but broken stone and dust could be seen for miles under the deep blue sky. Though the water drought had ended and life was returning to the desert, the canyon still felt desolate, but a distant rumbling promised vital young life approaching. It was Luke Skywalker blasting through the emptiness in his T-16 Skyhopper. The dust and sand below curled up, and Womp Rats fled at the makeshift ship's command. As he triumphantly zoomed past, Luke's friends cheered him on from below. Leading the cheers was his soon-to-be rebel pilot ally, Biggs Darklighter. As ever, he reminded Luke not to get ahead of himself. After all, Beggar's Canyon was still awaiting. The impressive display of speed was great for the open desert, but Luke's prowess was yet to be tested in the sharp curves up ahead. But that didn't faze Luke. The young farm boy was full of dreams, hope, and above all, raw talent. Witnessing this, as ever in the shadows, was Obi-Wan, the former Jedi Master. He swore to protect the boy from a distance. As Luke's uncle forbade Kenobi from instructing the boy in the ways of the Jedi, but Obi-Wan was worried for him. He was excited to see Luke realize his potential. Unaware, Luke was using the Force to pilot the craft expertly, just like his father did in pod racing decades ago. Kenobi was worried though. The same power that young Anakin possessed also flowed in Luke, and perhaps then the same darkness. With all his will, the former Jedi Master urged Luke to feel the Force as he flew past. From the ground, Biggs advised Luke to slow down. The gap in the canyon was small and getting smaller as Luke charged on. To him, this was a way out of Tatooine and to the stars. Everything turned to a blur as the young boy blasted between tight spaces and jagged rocks. The maneuvers he pulled were way beyond an average skill of a boy his age. But even the harsh nature of the desert caught up to Luke. Soon after, Luke crashed the skyhopper into a jagged rock. He was a good pilot, but still young and reckless. He crashed the hopper and would have to face the disappointment of his aunt and uncle back home. Back on the farm, the hopper was a sad sight. It was steaming and smoking. As it lay on the flatbed behind the landspeeder his aunt and uncle picked him up in, Luke was, of course, grounded. Uncle Owen didn't want to hear anything else from him. Although Luke protested, saying that he could fix the skyhopper if given the tools, the thing was he was absolutely right. Having worked on moisture farming equipment, for most of his life, and being a skilled pilot, it could be fixed in no time. But his Uncle Owen was finished talking. Even when his Aunt Beru tried to get her husband to give Luke some slack, he became even more enraged. It was exactly what he feared. The boy was becoming too much like his father. Luke still protested. Though only a child, he knew that if he entered into a pilot's competition, he had a good shot at winning. He was the best bush pilot in his age group and probably the best up-and-coming pilot on the planet. His crash in Beggar's Canyon was a small thing. It was nothing more than an unlucky clip on the wing that downed his ship this time. Despite this, Owen persisted that there would never be a next time. He was angry, but more than that, he was scared. Owen wasn't just someone in charge of making sure Luke was fed and healthy. Owen and Baru thought of Luke as their son, 
They didn't have any children of their own, and they had raised Luke from a baby. The love Owen had for Luke was stronger than anything, even stronger than Kenobi's will to teach Luke the ways of the Force. Owen didn't want his adopted son to be hurt. His crash in the hopper could have ended much worse. Luke could have been seriously injured. And knowing that his boy was actually a Skywalker came with an extra burden for Uncle Owen. He knew more than anyone else that the Force would put his son's life in jeopardy time and time again. He would do anything to stop it, even if it meant taking away Luke's dreams. It was for the boy's own good, Owen told himself. It pained him to hold Luke back from his full potential, but the possibility that Luke could get hurt, be another bleeding body for the Empire's blasters, was too big of a risk. Luke, of course, didn't let that be the end. At night, under the setting twin suns, Luke got together any tools he could to begin repairing his ticket out of the dead end he called home. Just like his potential and skill, his will was never ending, and not yet fully realized. Though he didn't know exactly what sort of life he was looking to lead once he left Tatooine, he knew his future wasn't there. Luke was shielded from who he really was. He didn't know it, but he could be one of the greatest Jedi. The Force was in his blood. And without ever realizing it, his races through Beggar's Canyon tapped into that mysterious power. Obi-Wan's guilt about Anakin overrode his feelings so much that he would never feel that he could help the boy. And Owen certainly wasn't going to let the hermit anywhere near him, despite having done nothing wrong. So Luke grew into the Force, learning its ways, not through the teachings of old masters or lightsaber drills, but through long flights in his hopper above the deserts and canyons of Tatooine. <laughs>